Alright, we are trying something new with recording this week. Ryan has failed to mention that he has a Rode microphone. So this is our first time using this microphone, and hopefully it sounds good. Um, so Ryan is here with me today. What's up, guys? Yeah. Um, we were talking a little bit before, and we, we kind of had to, what, remember? Yeah, remember back to last week about our slate speculations, the video games and stuff, TV tying into movies and stuff like that. Um, and we hope to talk about more about that. And just before we get started, uh, if you have any comments at all, feel free to just message us on our social media on at Twitter at, at Marvel underscore talks and on Instagram, Marvel talks underscore Rexburg. Um, we will gladly take any comments, any any mentions of your favorite characters, really anything, um, just so we can give you a shout out. So, with our slight speculations, Ryan, what do you got? Slight speculations. Well, I guess I guess we need to start at the ones that we know are going to come out, mm-hmm. right? So I guess so. They're saying that the Spider-Man film, but that's um, still part of Phase Three, mm-hmm. technically. Kind of close that off. Yeah, even though Endgame was really an ending but um so that's gonna be the last one for this year right the spider-man one i believe so yeah because if there's anything else we would know about that it's mm-hmm. a little weird to myself on that but <laughs> um okay so we got spider-man coming out and then and really that's it for this year yeah and so we do have Films coming out the next year, but we're not sure. So 2020, that should be, from what we know, should be Black Widow and The Eternals. And I think so far that's all that they've confirmed for next year. Gotcha. And then Guardians of the Galaxy hasn't come out till 2021, right? I think so. Okay. So when they do these slates, do they, how far in advance do they like project? Is it five years or a certain amount of films? That's what I want to know. Because yeah, I know sure. one slate we had basically, I think it was all of phase two they had on there. Okay. So beginning of phase three, they had Civil War, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, um, Infinity War, Endgame. Captain Marvel. Did anything else come out between that time? Let's. I'm looking up what all films we know are coming out. Um, Oh, Dark Phoenix. I guess this is Dark Phoenix. That was the first Marvel Um, Fox movie. Have you seen that yet? Um, No, I haven't. Have you? I've seen little clips on it of it on YouTube. Like it's bad quality video wise, but like the story seems kind of interesting. But I, I can't judge it because I haven't like seen the whole thing. I need I need everything yeah, to put good. it in context. I wanna watch it, just haven't been around to it. Yeah. So yeah, Far From Home coming out next month. So really, really in a couple weeks. And then so next year we have New Mutants, so that's gonna be one of Fox's X-Men movies. I don't think that's going to be part of the 
MCU. Yeah, I've heard, like, there's been rumors that they might just scrap that movie. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? If it's coming out April, I mean, like, that means they'd be pretty far along. I don't, I don't know. Like, it's weird. Rumors. They can't always trust rumors. But, uh, like Gambit. That was interesting. Gambit to be determined. That, see, I could see them being able to scrap that. Because they've been trying to do that for a long time. Yeah. Really, after X Men Origins. Origins, yeah. Yeah, they set it up for that. And then uh, Black Widow. We know we're going to get that, but we don't know when. I'm guessing, like, the two hot spots for Marvel movies are May and February. May and February. Because, like, February is, was when Black Panther came out, which. We'll probably leave for Black Panther too, but then, um, like most in, most Avengers movies have come out in May, April or May. Gotcha. So there's the Eternal. But you said you knew that. Oh, you knew that these were coming out in twenty. Yeah. So those are the, those were the two movies I knew about for twenty twenty. Okay, those are coming out twenty twenty. Okay. But um, Eternals that that could also be risky for twenty twenty because I'm sure that'll be heavy with. CGI and it might just take more time than they think with that, so that might get pushed to twenty twenty one. And then there's Black Panther two. So yeah, the first Black Panther, I believe they set it up for a sequel. Well, I'm not sure if they did, but well, there's been a lot of talks. They never really like for sure leave like a cliffhanger or anything, but you know that the actors sign on for X amount of movies, so they have basically have to make a trilogy right and then we also know that we got uh james gunn back for guardians of the galaxy 3 yeah so that's definitely like 2021 kind of far off doctor strange that was the one that set it up for a sequel yes where they had the one guy and he started taking people's powers away yeah because black panther came out so close to infinity war that they were just kind of trying to set up infinity war a little bit more so this article is saying that there's going to be a um, Spider-Verse sequel from Sony. That'd be cool. Hmm. And then spinoffs. Oh, Shang-Chi. That's another movie that yeah. has been talked about quite so a lot. I can keep note of these. But I guess you were... I think, was it you that sent me something about them adding... Um, Another film for this next year, and then also another film for 2021. Maybe. So. Because I, I know, like, a couple weeks ago, Disney released, um, like, eight or nine dates for movies. And whether they're all Marvel, we don't know, most likely, because those seem to be the biggest movies that bring in the money. But it could be for, like, a live-action remake of something. I think Mulan is actually supposed to be the end of next year. Oh, so you don't know if those new films are actually Marvel? Right. Um, like, I'm sure most of them are, but I think there might um, be, like, one or two that aren't. Because what we've been getting is we've been getting three MCU films every year. Right? Yeah. So this year we got Captain Marvel, Endgame, and then Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So next and, year, and it makes sense for next year that they do two because that's kind of been the pattern. They do three one year and then two another, and then three. I two. thought they did three the year before because the year before they had Thor Ragnarok, and then before that they had Guardians of the Galaxy two, and then oh yeah, we had, you got Infinity War before 
Oh, but you got yeah, Infinity War and Ragnarok. Spin Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Or maybe it was. You know, we should we we should look up the dates of all these movies. Yeah. And then we can make some educated guess of speculation. Yeah. Cool. If we maybe another. Yeah. Page. So let us know in the comments if you want to comment of what movies you think are coming up. Remember that. Um, so, let's see, phase one, we had Iron Man, we're just going to go through all the movies real quick, Incredible Hulk, I don't know, Iron Man came out in 2008, excuse me, I think Incredible Hulk just came out later, and then Iron Man 2, yeah, I can't. Was that 2010? Yeah. Two, 2010. Then we got Thor in 2011 and Captain America in 2011. And Avengers was 2012. Yeah. Let's see what we. Who directed the first Captain America movie? That wasn't the Russos. No, Who did they that? didn't start out until the second one. Um, I have no idea. I, I wasn't crazy about that one. I thought it was good. It, it was, was like fine. a good origin for him. But like, it's interesting because you see Captain America from the first movie, and then you see him now. He's yeah. he's he's had some pretty good character development. Yeah, he's kind of a Boy Scout in that first one. Mm-hmm, and then. Once you get to Endgame, he's more of the, like, he's still, he kind of still holds the mantle of Captain America, but yeah. grudgingly, almost. I mean, he's still this, yeah, he's still this good guy, and he sticks to what he knows to be right. It's just his ideas of what is right. Yeah. It's changed. Um, yeah, so you got May, June. So I guess, yeah, I guess we got two. Um there were two MC ones you might have to try. Yeah, May's kind of the, the big month for Marvel. That's like. Oh, 2010, they got one. Yeah, it was just Iron Man. It seems like at that point they were still flirting with the idea of, uh, mm -hmm. of, of the next. Of the universe. Of the universe, yeah. And then Avengers came out in May, right? Um, yeah, May 4th. Yeah, we got. <laughs> Thor and Captain America. That's funny that there. came out on May 4th. It's not Star Wars. No, I know. That's why I think it's funny. Um, so okay. then so Phase 2, would we go into Iron Man 3. That was 2015. Yeah, it was like... See, that was the first time that, like... The whole universe thing hit me. Because it was like... Avengers was cool because it mixed all these movies. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's interesting. And you see a meeting between all these characters. Yeah, and then when Iron Man came out, it was, he was having flashbacks and PTSD Yeah. from things that happened in the Avengers film, and it's like, oh, okay, they're making reference to the movie that mixed all of the characters. Mm -hmm. I just expected, Which they like, kept doing from then on. Yeah, I just expected these standalone films to just kind of be their own thing. You know, almost like they're in their own universe until they have an Avengers movie and then they like cross universes. But that, that 
wasn't a dude in at all. Yeah, so it makes me think, like, within the universe, you see him meet in the movie, and they only spend time in that movie that you see, but then, like, what we don't see, which we did get in Endgame a little bit, uh, is, like, how long did Thor really stay before he took Loki back? Which he then didn't. But we're not going to get into that, but... Well, in the other universe. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's interesting to think, because, like, there's so, there's so much that could have happened. Like, in, like, Age of Ultron, too. We don't know how long they were together before and after mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Which one are you on? Okay, so I have Thor 2. That came out in November. Okay, Sorry, we're, favorite, we're, we're still going through our list. That is not my favorite movie. Don't you ever say that again. You can do better, Kevin Feige. Should, appro- should not have approved. Much better than Thor Ragnarok. How dare you! I thought that movie was awesome. It was super funny. Captain America 2, we have 2014. That was yeah. April. April? Okay, and then Guardians of the Galaxy. 2014, what month is that? August. August. Good month. Yeah. My birthday is in August, that's awesome. And then Age of Ultron, May. Which, I have to say, is probably one of my favorite Avengers movies. Not because of the story, just because of the character, the development the characters have with each other. Ultron? Yeah. Yeah. See, a lot of people didn't like it, but I know a good portion of that script. Because Ultron's cool. And you have Ant Man, July. Which, I think I like Ant Man a little bit more now. Ant Man, the character, or Ant Man, the movie? Both. Did you not like them a whole lot? Not a ton. What month did Ant Man come out in? Oh, no, it's July. Oh, July. Okay, July. So there's phase one, phase two. And then we get into Civil War, which I know, pre- or phase three, which I know pretty well. So then we have Civil War right after. That was 2016. Um, uh, I think May, right? Sorry, I'm trying to catch up. Days. Yeah, yeah. May, yeah, you're good. And Doctor Strange we had in November of that same year. Yeah, I'm kind of seeing a pattern of two. I think it's not until 2017. That was the year that we got the three films. We had Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, and Thor Ragnarok. So it's not until the last two years that we started seeing three films in one year. Okay, so then 2017 we got Guardians 2. Was that in May or June? May 2017. Spider-Man July. So just based off this, we're gonna develop a little pattern and see what the next, what these like upcoming dates could be. We got Thor 3. Wait, what came out first? Thor 3 or Black Panther? Thor 3. Oh, wow. Okay. 
around Vuitton. We got BP in February. Ward in a wasp. If this is boring because we're so quiet, we apologize. We didn't really think we'd be doing this. Um, was 2018 April, basically May. BMP 2018. Moon, Captain Marvel. Which, I really like that movie. Say what you will about it, but I really liked it. I think it's just a little underappreciated because of the whole like feminist thing. What did you think? I think it was well received. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have differences on that movie. Overall, I I liked it. You can you can hear our review of it in a previous episode. Yeah, and we realized that my brother made this aware to me that we did have like a episode prior to Captain Marvel. I don't think Ryan was with me on that one. That we talked about it for a little bit. And then just kind of didn't stop talking about it. And we started talking about something else. So, we apologize if you were a little distracted with that. Um, but, hopefully, but we want to do another, like, pre-movie recording for Spider-Man 2. So, hopefully, we can do better with that. Which, I feel like we've talked about a lot at this point anyway. So, are we going to watch that opening night? Yeah. Ooh, I have to ask. We don't watch uh, actually, Phoenix opening night. Well, do you want to go see it in IMAX? What, which one? Spider-Man or Dark Phoenix? Spider-Man. Sure. Because <laughs> I was talking to my other brother the other day, and we want, because we have a, some gift cards for AMC, so we might go down to Utah and go see I'd be down to go with you guys. Spider-Man in IMAX. Which we'll have a new car by then. Very nice. Alright, and then Avengers Endgame and then we've got Spider-Man coming out this year. So, 2017, that's when we started. We, so 2008, we had two films, 2010, one film. But two films, I think the reason why we had it, those two films, they was were, because it was two different studios. Yeah. Um, but then they still kind of intertwined it with Tony Stark at the end of that movie. Yeah, so I think they had some type of deal with Universal. Um, Pre-arranged. Yeah. And then 2010, it was almost like, with the Iron Man 2, it was almost like they were, like, flirting with that idea of an MCU, where they're just like, they sent out Iron Man 2, it's like, okay, do you guys really want this? Do you guys really want this? Like, we're gonna do this. You know, just kind of testing the waters. And then 2011, we got Thor and Captain America, and you get that Thor will return end and then the Captain America will return mm -hmm. at the end and, and Captain America I mean the title was the first Avenger so they were really like okay this is getting well received you know Iron Man 2 wasn't that good but people still paid tons paid 
I didn't enjoy it. Like the, the villain could have been a little bit more. Yeah. No, I mean it was it was fun. Like, it just felt like it was a. Super, wasn't super necessary, but they had to yeah. bring in a movie for Black Widow to debut. Like in Iron Man and Incredible Hulk, they had like those after credit scenes. Yeah. And Iron Man Two, it just felt like it was a two hour long after credit scene teasing it. A little bit. The Avengers. Yeah. And in 2012, we got the Avengers. Which. And was great. So that was the only film we the Marvel film we got that year, and then Iron Man three, uh, like we talked about earlier, they it was a standalone film, but they made reference to this larger universe, yeah. and then we got Thor two. Thor two did the same thing, where they really? had Loki. Yeah, they had oh, Loki yeah, turn into Captain America. Captain America, and so like th- those were like those two films were like reminders. Hey, we did it. We mixed all the Marvel movies together. Oh, and. Jane was like, you were in New York. Oh, yeah, she slapped. She slapped Loki, and she said, that's for New York. And then she, like, slaps yeah. Thor, and she's like, you were in New York. What the heck? Kind yeah. of thing. So they kept, kept doing that. I mean, they still do it to this day. But I think it's just to remind everybody that there's a connected universe, and that there's just, like you said, that larger, yeah. larger scene. And then 2014, that was the year that Marvel got really good. Where we got Winter Soldier and then Guardians of the Galaxy. It's probably, that could possibly be one of the best years for Marvel. Between 2014 and, and 2018. 15. Really? 15? Well, 18 we got Infinity War. What was 15? F- 15 you had Avengers 2 and Ant-Man. I mean, maybe I just uh, say 15 for Avengers 2. Yeah, Avengers but, 2 was really good, but I mean, it was. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't 14 like, and 18 are probably the best. 14 years. was just like, it was just something totally new where we see a Captain America that breaks the rules and. And then kicks people off ships, like literally kicks them. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you probably get one of the most coolest scenes in the Marvel universe in that movie. Elevator oh, the fight. elevator fight, yeah, right. easily. And then Captain, um, and then Guardians of the Galaxy. It was just something totally new, which was pretty well received. Yeah. yeah. Which is which then inspired the rest of Phase Three to go like more cosmic kind of. Yeah, it turns Marvel turns more of like a space opera type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Civil War. I had to watch that a couple times to appreciate it. Wait, what? What's the? Oh, twenty sixteen. Okay. Oh yeah, sorry. Some reason twenty eighteen, twenty sixteen Civil War. Um, Doctor Strange was good. I like Doctor Strange. That's a good one. And then twenty seventeen was when they started the three film pattern. So- I wonder if they'll keep doing that because I wonder if they were just kind of going through these movies so they could set up like Spider-Man so they could kind of introduce the newer Spider-Man because originally that wasn't part of the, the slate they released. They had to insert it and replace it with that and Black Panther traded, I think. They pushed Black Panther back. So like my thinking is that they kind of did all these movies for Phase 3 just because they wanted to push towards Infinity War and Endgame. Whereas they could have... I think we could have got gotten by without a Spider-Man movie. Because we kind of know the origin of Spider-Man. Oh, uh, it's so good though. But it was really good. Yeah. I mean, it was... It's... That's probably the best Spider-Man film that we've seen. Definitely yeah. better than the Tobey Maguire... Definitely and better than Tobey Maguire, but I'm impartial because I like the Andrew Garfield ones. The, the second, second, one, second was so good. The second one was a little iffy for me. Like <laughs> it was enjoyable, but like 
the villains could have had more of like a incentive. The first one I actually really liked. Uh, I just the first one it fell into that Tobey Maguire trap where, you know, you have all the villains and we talked about this in the previous podcast, but like where all the villains it's not their they don't give him any responsibility. It's you know Oh yeah, that's it's true. Green Goblin, he drinks the potion and he gets the super uh, soldier thing and I it makes him go that. crazy. Like, and he's talking to the mask. They make the mask more of a character. Yeah, that's true. And they make Norman Osborn more innocent. Uh, the same with uh, Dr. Octopus, where... Like, the arms were the problem. It's the arms, you know? Yeah. Uh, Venom, I mean, that's how it is in the comics. It is the symbiote. You know, that's the reason why he's like that. Well, I'm getting so many things about I feel that. like... <laughs> I think a lot of us has. We're just kind of block it out of our memory. Um, so... Let's see, in Spider-Man 3, you had Sandman, you had Venom, Hobgoblin. Was there anybody else? I think I that would, was it, right? I would actually argue that Spider-Man 3 did a better job with their villains than the first two Spider-Man movies. Yeah, maybe. Because you had Sandman, he, you find out that he actually killed Tobey Maguire's uncle. Yeah. Spider-Man's uncle. So he kind of had an arc, but like... But then also Hobgoblin. I guess, yeah. He had a really okay. good arc. You bring up a good point. They made they tricked the audience into thinking he wasn't going to turn around and he was just going to be a straight up villain. Ryan has and convinced me that the villains in Spider-Man 3 have actually seen okay. arcs. So I joke about us blocking Spider-Man 3 out of my mind. I haven't seen it in years. But when I watched it in theaters as a kid... It was great. It was I super absolutely cool. loved it. I know a lot of people make fun of like the dancing scene. Yeah, um, I don't know. We can talk but, about that. Why, why does symbiote make him do that? Of all things. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I remember just being really, like, surprised that uh, Harry Osborn turned around and ended up helping them. And they redeemed him. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, but I, I felt like the Amazing Spider-Man, the first one, like, it was fun because it was, like, him in high school. But... Which was different, though. That we, I guess they kind of skip all ahead did to college that. in the first Tobey Maguire one. Yeah, like you get him at the end of high school, high school going into college and yeah. like, and that's maybe that's what I liked about the Andrew Garfield one was that he was still in high school. They didn't really yeah. define how far he was in that. But. but I thought the lizard was lame, and I know that's how it's supposed to be in the comics. Yeah, he, like, like, like he oh, wasn't the, the lizard potion. You know, I like that. I like Risa Fons, the actor. Yeah. Um. But I felt like the second Amazing Spider-Man broke away from that. I really liked Harry Osborn in that one. I like I like the yeah. acting, the casting choice. Yeah, Dame DeHaan. Oh my gosh, I thought I thought it was a great villain. I felt like it was very overrated. Yeah. Or not sorry, underrated. Uh, yeah, underrated because yeah. then they were then Sony wanted to try and make a Sinister Six movies kind of from that because they have all, the introduction to all the. Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah, because like at the end of that, you see the vulture suit, you see the rhino suit, like all like all yeah. that tech for those villains to happen. But yeah, it just ended up not happening. Um, Which though they are building up to Sinister Six now. In the MCU. Mm-hmm. Oh, true. Because we've had Vulture. We've had Vulture. Okay. Let's talk about it. that though. Okay. Vulture, I thought that they that they took villains to a whole new level with Vulture, where he was a, more of a Breaking Bad type character. Where he's a father character. He's a weapons dealer that's trying to provide for his family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was a really interesting character. And that, that's why I was saying that that's my favorite. Yeah, um, they kind of did a lot of things way better with this new, newer Spider-Man movie. Because yeah. 
he was younger, he like he was still trying to figure out if he wanted to be Spider Man or he wanted to be Peter Parker and that, that arc will continue in Far From Home. But the villain I thought was good because really the villain was created by the Avengers. I mean unintentionally, but he was still created by the tech from the shit. Oh yeah, they totally, the Chitauri they totally and, brought it back to yeah. that first Avengers film. And like that movie probably made the most references to the whole MCU in general. Because like you you see at the beginning the first Avengers events, then there's then you, like in deleted scenes you see the Triskelion getting cleaned up. Then they mention Sokovia, you see Ultron's head. There's like all these different things from the MCU that you see in that movie. I didn't notice all of those Easter eggs. I was actually surprised at how much it felt like a standalone film, mm-hmm. where, um, where I thought that Iron Man was going to be in it throughout. So I was like, "This isn't really a Spider-Man movie. Too. This is, or this isn't going to be a Spider-Man movie. It's going to be a Spider-Man Iron Man movie." But then when I watched it, Iron Man was hardly in it. Yeah, you know, he shows up. He's in the beginning, and then he shows up at the very end. Which I think was mm-hmm. really cool of Tony Stark to like be in that movie for the amount of time that he was uh-huh. so he could prove that he was trying to like mentor Peter Parker and be like yeah. listen you're you have this great potential like, and I think that may have been intentional because they knew I, Robert Downey Jr.'s contract was up there like, oh we need to replace him so yeah, I think kind of meant putting him in that movie made it possible for Spider-Man to kind of take his place yeah and actually even though it didn't have a whole lot of as much of Tony Stark as we thought it would, I think that that was one of the best character turning points mm-hmm. for Iron Man because of that point where you show him more as a fatherly figure. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. Which just made like Infinity War and Endgame so much more like heart wrenching almost. Yeah. Especially Endgame. I mean, with Infinity War, you know that he's gonna. You know that they're gonna bring Spider Man back. They just yeah. introduced him. Because he's such a. He has all this potential as a character. Yeah. yeah. Then with Endgame, with him taking that risk and going back to save everyone. And really, it was because of Peter. Mm-hmm. Because that picture that he picked, that yeah. he picks up of Peter that got him to, to do it. So, here's a different question, kind of relating to Spider Man. So, in, in Endgame, when he comes back and he's like, Do you remember when we were in space? And then. I kind of got all dusty and then came back and Doctor Strange was like, oh, it's been five years, they need our help. What happened for the people that were gone within those five years? Were they just killed? Did they get to go to the soul world? Like, what happened? I want to know what happened to them. If they went into the, the stone, the soul stone? Yeah, like, because, or, mm, probably not. Thinking about it, it makes more sense because it's the person that was sacrificed that would be in the soul world. Because Gamora was sacrificed, Thanos saw Gamora in the soul world. So do you think... So, I think they maybe just died. I don't know. So do you think that when they're in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, when they go to rescue Gamora, do you think they're rescuing the one that we saw in Endgame that's from a different timeline? Or do you think that they're going to... Find the soul world version? Yeah, but uh, what happened to the stones? Did they destroy the stones? Well, so... In Endgame? Like, if we if we continue with the logic of time travel from Endgame, the stones are atomized. 
Because they used them, yes, but then they took them back to where they were supposed to be, and then from that main timeline, Thanos still gets them, and he then destroys all the stones. So they like still exist, just not as whole pieces. Hmm. So I think either that freed Gamora from the Soul World, or that version of Gamora is no more, and then they'll be just searching for the 2014 version of Gamora in the movie. In the Hmm. This is, I'm blowing my own mind here. This is crazy. <laughs> and then with Guardians, do you think that they're gonna um, Guardians? Do you, they're gonna have Thor, right? Do you think it's gonna be Fat Thor? No, I think I think it'll be a slimmer Thor. I think that'd be really funny. A slimmer? What does that mean? So like he's not Fat Thor. But like you can see, like he's in that awkward phase of kind of like what I look like with, not pecs, but like not man boobs either. It's like that would be interesting. In between, so like you see, he's trying to get back to what he was. Yeah, I kind of want to see Fat Thor in Guardians Three, just because it's more of a comedy. Yeah. I feel like you need to have like a Fat Thor in order for him that to would be interesting. Be in with them. That's that's what I would want to see. Which, by the way, did you yeah. see the um? I don't know if any of the listeners have seen this, but there was a, a clip of Fat Thor seeing hurt by Johnny Cash. Have you seen that? No, I'm not sure I know what that is. It was just an extra, it was like an extra thing from Chris Hemsworth that, that I had this pulled up. But he, you know, he looks like, at, like Fat Thor, and he just does that song Hurt by Johnny Cash. They used that song for the trailer of Logan. If that rings any bells. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, and he was, he, like, was singing it and playing it, and he actually did really good. So he, someone dressed up like... No, it was Chris Hemsworth. It was actually Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, it was wow. surprisingly good. <laughs> huh. It was it was pretty funny, because he then went on to Jimmy Fallon, talking about Men in Black, but he showed part of that clip of him <laughs> seeing his fat Thor and singing that song. That's awesome. So if you haven't seen it, go look it up. Just I'm sure you can find Chris Hemsworth singing "Hurt" yeah. with Johnny Cash. It's pretty funny. It sounds good. Should move on to Avengers game. Okay, so I don't know a lot about it, but there is a cool new Avengers, a cool looking Avengers game that has Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Black Widow, and Thor. Uh, there is no Hawkeye. The, there were kind of a lot of like comments about that, I guess. That there will be characters adding on into the story. So the way I picture it, it's like Spider-Man. But then it'll have like extended DLC packs that, that continue the story. So then more characters oh, like will be added in. The PlayStation 3 Spider-Man? The new PlayStation 4 Spider-Man. Really? Have you seen that thing? I forget that we're on PlayStation 4 now. That's oh, what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> So, that's what I've heard. I don't know a lot about it. Sounds great. I really want to get a PS4 now for Spider-Man and that game. Mm -hmm. So, we'll see how that blows over with the wife. I heard it's pretty good. Those, those games are pretty good, the Spider-Man ones. Yeah, I really want that newer game. But, and I've seen like some cutscenes from it. And the story is like super accurate to the comics. Mm -hmm. Super accurate. It's like a, it's an older Spider-Man, isn't it? Mm -hmm. He's like, like in college. college or either in college or graduated college I'm not sure but hmm. that's really good yeah by the way did you know Spider-Man 
like the whole that whole franchise that has nine hundred characters. I believe it, but that's a lot. That's a dang lot. Yeah. Because I was watching or listening to a theory the other day that eventually Marvel wants to like have all of the Spider Man rights, but because Sony owns it, they have all the rights to those nine hundred characters. Oh, Holy wow. crap! Yeah, a lot of that's characters. crazy. It's too much power for Sony. Okay, but, so there's that that Avengers game, and of course that awesome Spider-Man Four game that everybody loves. Then there's an Avengers VR. I don't know much about that. I've only heard about it. What do you know about that? I just know that it's it's also limited to what characters you can play, but it's kind of more more to come. Um, hmm. So. And so with VR, yeah. you put it on your phone, then you just basically put your phone right up to your face, right? Like in those goggles. Isn't that what VR goggles um, are? Or is it different? So the ones I did, it wasn't with the the phone. Oh. So, so it was just all in that gu- goggles. Yeah, it was hooked up to a computer. It was, it was really neat. I, I think that was my first time trying a VR headset. Um, yeah, I mean I've done like like Disney World rides, and then they had like a VR ride at okay. like. Um, awesome. Well, the Disney World rides. Like you can do that with, through VR. Well, like, they have, yeah, they have VR rides, like, they have the, um... I didn't know that, that's have, awesome. Yeah, I mean, they were kind of, like, the pioneers of, of VR, like, with the Aladdin Magic Carpet Ride, hmm. and, yeah, which has been, which we've had, that ride's been out, I don't even think that ride, know if that ride exists anymore, but that was one of the first VR-type things, but when it comes to having VR actually in your living room, having those glasses, mm-hmm. the, the VR lenses, I mean, that's... <coughs> I think it was just a couple weeks ago. That was my first time trying it out, and I tried out. There's a Spider-Man Homecoming one. That's cool. It's very short. It's just promoting the movie, but, um, but yeah, you get to practice uh, web shooting, and then you actually try web web slinging, and you swing onto this this what? building, and then at one point I was on a crane, and Vulture was attacking me, and it was just so so immersive that my legs were shaking as <laughs> if I was actually standing on a crane. It was crazy. <laughs> You're like, oh, so, I can feel the itch. But yeah, He's doing something like that, <laughs> being able to like play as the different Avengers characters, that would be absolutely amazing. Well, because that's like the first person view, right? Yeah. The VR, with this Avengers game, it's more of a third person. View, right. Which I mean, looks it looks really cool. Yeah. I don't know what the story is. It seems like there's a pretty big villain in it, but we don't really know. Yeah, who they don't show in the trailer. Yeah, we don't know who that is. Yet. So if you haven't seen that trailer. Go look for, I think it's either the Avengers, um, or it's a day, a day. So mm-hmm. I don't know what really what the story is, but the graphics look pretty pretty well done. Yeah. Looks like they've been working on it for a while. So play some video games, and I will join you. What's up? Should I take over with the uh, television? Yes. Ryan is our TV guy. Go for it, Ryan. Alright. Um, so, today I wanted to talk about the relationship between the TV shows and the movies. And, actually, the Honest trailer for Marvel movies just came out. And, um, in this Honest trailer, they, they only talk about the movies. And then, if you're familiar with the Honest trailer's YouTube channel, they always have like a, a joke that they play at the end. And so I wouldn't mind playing that for you guys. 
Keep in mind, so I'm just doing this on my phone. You'll probably get a little extra of something, but here it is. Ugh, gross, dude. The never-ending story. Oh, man, we forgot to say anything about the ABC shows, Netflix series, one-shots, and spinoffs. Eh, so did Kevin Feige. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by The Boys. <laughs> so true. It's so great. <laughs> ben, I, I miss being able to watch the TV shows and then they have reference to the new movies that are coming out. You know, wow, they really yeah. did a good job with that in the first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, yeah, those first few seasons, really. Yeah. That first one in particular, the first time they did it was with Captain America. Captain too. America, yeah, where they were some of the agents where you see some of those main characters end up being Hydra agents. And I thought that was really neat. Which then, did explain a lot, though, for the movie. Because, so visualize this scene with me that they're in the Quinjet headed to the ship, you know, and they know Agent Sitwell is on the ship. And he's like, How did Agent Sitwell end up on, on the ship? Uh-huh. And they address that in Agents of Shield. Do they? Yeah, Victoria Hale oh. says you're you're needed aboard the Lemurian Star, and huh. then he leaves to go to that ship. Yeah, they did. They did a great job with that. And the the series took took place after the the first Avengers, and you start off with them making references to the Iron Man three. Mm-hmm. The, the extremists. Yeah, and then you so then you have that Captain America reference, and then I really liked. They referenced Thor, but I really liked when they got to um, Avengers 2. They did a really good job leading up to that. Mm-hmm. And then the really movie Age of Ultron only took place within the space time period of a weekend. Yeah, or so that next at week, least a week. Or, well, maybe a week. We don't yeah, know. Somewhere, somewhere in there. And so that next episode, after the movies come out, so they've had, they've led, into the, led up to the movie with the TV episode, and then after the movie... They have an episode where they talk about the helicarrier rescue. Mm-hmm. And so it's like after the events. And so I'm kind of, I'm a little like, I kind of feel like the Honest Trailers guy. I'm a little like, like bitter that they, they, never really they don't do that anymore. I know. You know, but I mean, I understand like they had to keep the plots for Infinity War and Endgame top secret. They couldn't even share it with Marvel Television with like ABC. Um, but I, I can't wait until they match up again, which apparently they will at some point, because the creators, uh, Jed Whedon, uh, the creator of... Of his life. Yeah, of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they said that, um, that the reason for them not matching up, their explanation for it is that, um, that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is no longer the same time period as Endgame, that it takes place before Infinity War. Even though we've seen some episodes that made reference to it, they're kind of taking that back, which I'm fine with. A little weird, but yeah. I mean, so yeah. far I do like this new season. It's kind of a fresher. I like it too. It's more fun. Like it's it kind of takes me back to the first season, where it was more um. It had more of a Disney Channel innocent fun feel, where and then I like season two and three because they started introducing more superhero stuff. Um, but then four and five, it got a little bit more gritty. I feel like season six, they're taking it back yeah. to that, where it's more fun. And I wonder if they yeah. realize they need to do that since they they have the show in that like Friday night spot, which I mean, isn't great for TV shows, but 
maybe if the if the sixth season does really well, which I know they are coming back in seven. Yeah, they've already gotten it. Renewed. My thinking is that they're trying to make it a little bit better so then they can move it from Friday back to like Tuesday or Wednesday in one of those time slots. But we'll see. Yeah. So far I like it. The that was interesting with the, the story arc with Deke. That was kinda of fun. Yeah, so we we actually missed this last Friday's episode. Um but but I mean, I was super impressed with that episode. It sounds like you were too. The yeah. one, the one that came out um, what was three it? weeks ago. Was that the first one? The one with Deke, where they brought Deke back. So that was just this. So last we had an episode week? this last Friday. Or so sorry, two and weeks ago was the one with Deke. The week before that, they didn't have an episode. But then the week before that, that's oh, the you're right. So Deke. it was three weeks ago. That was yeah. the fourth episode. And they didn't have it because of the NBA Finals. And then this week. So yeah. just this past weekend. This past Friday. So the... What date was that? The, the oh. 14th. 14th, so. I really like that because Deke's more... Deke has always been more of a uh, comedy relief. And he kind of does provide that, like... Like you said, that innocent yeah. feel. Yeah, and especially with, like, that. Where character. he's... He's definitely, like... Um... I guess uh, a portrayal of the the millennial, you know. Yeah. He's. I mean, it's just funny because he's from the future, and he's but coming back he, to our time period. Yeah. But he's very like. He fits in pretty well. Very hip. He fits in really well. <laughs> um, but then you see all of his like millennial friends that he works with, and that that episode ended with his girlfriend. She's she's on Snapchat or some type of social media, right. yeah, and she's covering all the stuff that happens in the episode. And that really took me back to the first season where we had Sky, um, where she was kind of a techie, you know, she the was like comic type person. Yeah. And she was, yeah, she was kind of a goofy character and they were bringing her on to, it was weird that they're bringing her into S.H.I.E.L.D., but it worked. You know? It did. It worked really well. So it was more fun and innocent. So, it was actually really funny. I was on a mission when that came out. But then, I got back and I started watching it. And I was mainly watching it because of her. And yeah, she was really attractive. <laughs> and then, once the third season came around, I'm like, holy crap, this season is actually really good. This is interesting. Then, then like, first of all, it had the Marvel brand on it. So, it was kind of hard to sold. But then, cast her. Then, it was definitely sold. Then, they started making it better and better and better. And then, a little iffy. And now, better. See, all the 2014 stuff I missed. So, like, the last film uh, I watched before going on my mission was uh, uh, Iron Man 3. Yeah, that was the one I missed. From so, that one I missed. But. So yeah, so I missed Thor 2, and then I missed the 2014 Winter Soldier and mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. And I was thinking, like, oh, I'm not gonna... I was thinking Marvel was, like, when I got back from mission, you know how you're, like... That would be oh, cool. yeah, I'm... I'm I'm too old for this stuff, you know, like, yeah, Marvel no, stuff no. was fun <laughs> for my mission. But then, like, my dad showed me Winter Soldier, and I'm like, what is this? Like, oh, why is this so good? <laughs> Marvel is not cool. childish anymore. <laughs> yeah, and then he showed me um, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and it was like, it went right along with Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is this? This is awesome. And then it was like, a month later, my, uh, Uncle had us watching Guardians of the Galaxy. What is this? 
Ryan was, he, his eyes weren't open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so when I left, I had missed Iron Man 3, Captain America 2, Guardians of the Galaxy. Kind of, like, those two were just great. Yeah. And then he got back just in time for Avengers 2. I got back in time for that, but I missed it. Like, I had something going on. I missed Iron Man 3 by two weeks. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. And then now you realize it wasn't that. Like yeah, it wasn't like super great. <laughs> yeah. But it was mm-hmm. good. It was fun to see like all the different suits he had in that movie. I thought that was mm-hmm. kind of cool. So I have some speculations for how TV and yeah, movies. Let's go back to TV. What's up? Let's go back to TV. Oh, Sorry. Right, no worries. No worries. Um, but uh, Cloak and Dagger made a reference to Luke Cage. And what people on the internet are saying is that that reference to Luke Cage has to do with, um, I believe, the incidents in the first season of Luke Cage, where he's fighting one of the villains. Um, Who was the villain in the first one? Was there someone named, like, Copperhead or something like that? Oh, yeah, Cottonhead, then Copperhead. Yeah. Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth. And then Copperhead. Oh, Copperhead Copperhead. actually was a character. Okay. Yeah. I think it had to do with, like, him fighting Cottonmouth or something. And so, I, what I'm thinking they'll do is, I'm thinking all the TV shows that are out right now, that they take place in the same year, and that's the same year as Luke Cage, the first season. Mm-hmm. And then, I'm thinking next season will take place the same time and period as the second season. second season of Luke Cage, which came out around the same time of Infinity War, I believe. And Yeah. Um, and then I'm thinking that next season is what's going to lead up to Infinity War. And then they can possibly catch up. Or they could just show these TV shows during that post-apocalyptic world that Thanos created. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's my thoughts. That's what I think they're going to do. Um, side note. Has Jessica Jones started on the season three started on Netflix yet? I'm, I'm not sure. Because I was just curious about that. And if it is, I will binge it. <laughs> I'm really bad at binging things, but I don't care. Yeah. Hey, it is. Yeah. I think it just got on today. Wow. So you'll have to watch all of them by next Tuesday so you can give a review on it. Challenge accepted. <laughs> there you go. This is going to be terrible. <laughs> well, that's all I have for television. So, have you seen the second season of Jessica Jones? So I actually don't keep up with Netflix, but I do like read the um, synopsis. Okay. Synopses, however you say it online. I think it's safe so. to say I haven't seen everything done by the Netflix Marvel series. I've seen most of the Punisher season one. Season two. Have they aired the second season on Netflix? I don't know if they have. But, so, really, it's the Punisher that I've only seen bits and pieces of, but everything else I've seen completely. Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Defenders. I guess in my reading, I went up to Defenders, anything after that. Yeah. To catch so, up on. Which, that one, that series, I did like, because it was kind of that same idea as the Avengers, where you know that they were setting up this universe because in the first season of Jessica Jones, Luke Cage was Luke a, a character in it. Um, and so, like, I, don't, I actually kind of enjoyed the Defenders 
probably a little bit more so than like in any of the series because one of the story two of the characters um yeah i mean i thought it was pretty pretty interesting pretty well thought out i guess and had a good good run i guess i don't know because then after you have jessica jones season or no luke cage season two and they keep referencing those events because really hope you guys have seen it, but I'm going to spoil it anyway. Uh, Misty Knight gets her arm cut off. And so, in the comic... Which one is that? She's the detective. No, like, that's in season one, right? Of Defenders, yes. Oh, Defenders. We only have that one season. Okay. Yeah, and so, Misty Knight gets her arm cut off, but then she ends up getting a mechanical arm, arm yeah. from Rand Technologies, which yeah. is accurate to the comics. So then you... And then... Danny Rand comes in during the second season of Luke Cage 2. Second season of Luke Cage. Um, and they kind of do like a little Heroes for Hire run for like a couple episodes. And so it's kind of that same element where they have their own story, they get merged, and then they kind of do like these buddy things. Like where I guess they kind of did the buddy thing before. Yeah. Altogether, the Netflix shows are quite entertaining. Daredevil, I think, by far is the coolest one. The hallway fight scene. No, that's defenders. Well, there are there are a few, there's like one per season for Daredevil. Yeah. Um, Which, made... did you know that there is an Agents of Shield reference in Daredevil? No, I didn't. So not directly like reference, like visually or audibly said, but the biker gang that he's fighting in, I think season two was the same biker gang that Lorelai influenced in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Really? Boo! What? Yeah. That's crazy. And whether it's the same guys, probably not, but the gang is the same. Like, the same emblem, yeah. the same thing. So wow. That's crazy. I had to kind of research that. Well, they made a they made a reference to Defenders and Cloak and Dagger. They where, did? Yeah, I mean... Where they, because uh, they have the girl and the guy cop. I can't, I'm spacing on their names. Um, but this is from season one of Cloak and Dagger. And have, you've seen it, right? From season one? I, maybe. I only saw like the first few episodes. And... Mm, yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't that so. good. But one of them surprised that Cloak and Dagger's powers it, Tandy and, and Ty's powers. Mm -hmm. And and she's like, oh, I saw this stuff all the time back in New York. And I told you about my friend Misty. So that was a reference to oh, really? Defenders, yeah. He's, yeah. Hmm. Okay, so I was just looking. There is a second season of Punisher out. I have not seen it. Hmm. I wonder if I should. My brothers think it's awesome because they, they really like Punisher. Which includes Karen Page in it. Have you seen Daredevil at all? Um, so I've, I've read the synopsis for the first two okay. seasons. Karen Page is a recurring yeah. character in right. the Punisher series, and so she's still in the second season. And they, I don't know if they're going to keep Pun They might keep Punisher on Netflix. But yeah. Hmm. Oh, there will be no season three of the John Bernthal Red Vigilante series. Yeah, they're just ending everything. The completed third season of the Prison Murder will still appear on the streamer, but be put on ice for good after that. Yeah, so we don't, don't really know the future of those Marvel Netflix shows, which is a little 
Yeah. Those are some pretty good characters they can have some some fun with. Yeah. Should we close out? Probably. Everybody's probably bored listening to us. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for uh, if you listen if you did listen, thanks for sticking it out and hopefully it was a little bit more clear with this new setup. It looks really nice. And it's still picking us up really well, even though we're not right up next to it. Because I will not be five inches away from that next to it. I don't know where he's been. <laughs> Alright, thanks guys. <laughs>